All right, are we recording? I, you know what, I started this to try to make it sound like it was more than one person, but it's literally just me here, so I'm just going to say, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Paint a Picture Podcast. I'm your host, King Jumo, a.k.a. Stefan. And this time, I'm actually going to be literally, like, painting a picture. Um, I'm doing it for one of my classes. I'm finishing one of my projects for my class. And, um, yeah, so I'm just going to be here, you know, painting. Sorry for all the little, like, clicks and stuff. I'm taking the tubes of paint out of um, the plastic container that they're in. But, um, yeah, so I'm actually going to be sitting here. Today, uh, since, you know, well, at the time of the recording, it's um, Men's Mental Health uh, Month, Awareness Month, whatever you want to call it, something like that. Um, I just want to sit here and focus on something that actually, since, you know, I am a man, um, specifically a black man in the United States, uh, Jamaican black man, you know, we don't really get to talk about our mental health as much as, say, you know, other people do. Um, specifically, I wanted to talk about this one thing, this one TikTok that I recorded back in like July, I think. Um, the original idea of it was I had screenshotted a post from this Instagram page, I believe. Um, what's the name of it? It's like Spiritual World or something like that. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's Spiritual World on Instagram. And basically, what it was. Um, was post, it was, they asked um, a bunch of men in relationships uh, to share the things that they wish their partners knew about them, um, their female partners specifically, knew about them in the relationship. And I went and screenshotted all of the posts. I think there were, there were uh, 24 quotes that they used in total. And um, I screenshotted all of them made a couple videos. It took three videos, each being three minutes long approximately, um, to cover the whole thing. And yeah, so I went and posted them on TikTok explaining a little bit about, you know, how, from my perspective, how we felt and why we felt that we couldn't share these things with our female partners and relationships. And boy, let me tell you, the women on TikTok were chewing me up. Like they chewed me up, spit me out, picked me back up, chewed me again, and then spit me out into the toilet and flushed it. And then an alligator chewed that and then got eaten by a shark. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, the women were um, just not having it. And I don't know why. Because, like, it, it, it was basically a prime example of why we, as men, in my opinion, don't feel comfortable going to women with, like, these issues because, like, they were not understanding or at least even trying to understand where we were coming from when we were, when I was reading off, like, all the things that was talked about in the in the article. And, you know, they went on to bring up other situations that didn't really have anything to do with the situation that I was speaking on. Um, like, there were women that were, like, bringing up the fact that um, they don't feel safe at nights walking because men, um, men, you know, will go out and attack them. Now, while that is absolutely valid, that is absolutely something that does happen, and I, of course, want it to stop. That's not necessarily what the issue was. Like, that's not what the article was talking about, first of all, and that's not, like, what the issue was. And then there were others... I'm just giving a brief overview right now. Like, it'll make more sense once I actually start re-reading the um, the quotes again. But, like, there were other women that were like, oh, um, if, you know, you have, if you're having these issues, why don't you just go to therapy? And I'm just like, yo, this, that's not, you know what, I'm going to just read, I'm going to just start reading um, the quotes and then I'll get, get into, sorry, that's my chair. I'll get into um, explaining more of like what the comments were saying and stuff like that, okay? As I'm painting. Um, if I pause, like if there's like a couple seconds where I'm not saying anything is because like I get really focused on my painting while I'm painting. Um, so that's 
that's just something that happens sometimes. And I'm going to apologize in advance because I know it's a podcast and I'm supposed to be talking, but like, you know, I'm also painting. So that's just something that happens. And if I'm like dragging another, that's another thing. Like if I'm dragging on my sentences, that's another thing that the women were complaining about. They were like, oh my God, he talks so, so much. Just get to the point. Like, shut your stupid. Anyway, if I drag my sentences, it's also because I'm focused on the painting. So like, it's just something that I tend to do, that I notice that I do, and I'm going to try not to um, do it as often, but, you know, it, it happens. So anyway, so the first quote is, just because, and these are, again, from men that are in relationships with women, just because I'm not talking doesn't mean I'm not enjoying my time with you, which is literally the fact, like, I, again, these are from my personal experiences, from my life, and from um, my male friends, a lot of the times we just be sitting around not saying anything and it's not, it literally does not mean that we're not enjoying our time with you. It's just that we just enjoy silence. Like, and sometimes there doesn't need, like nothing needs to be said, you know? Um, like if we're just sitting there enjoying each other, each other's company, there doesn't necessarily need to be anything said you know like I'm there enjoying my time with you I would hope that you're enjoying your time with me so you know that's just that's just that um that's a motorcycle even though the doors are closed I guess like the sound still travels my fault um I'm gonna I'll say that I'm gonna try my best to cut that out post editing um or post recording during editing, but I know for a fact that I'm not going to even bother trying to do that. So yeah, just bear with it. Um, so quote number two, we actually really want to be complimented too. A 60 year old woman complimented me five years ago and it still makes me feel good, which just shows how little we get compliments. Now that's a fact, that is a fact. I've said this before and I'll say it again many, 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 many times. Women are just used to getting compliments by men. Um, so like when, which is why when we get complimented, it's a big deal because we don't really hear it that often. Like you can go on Twitter, for example, if a regular guy were to post a picture on Twitter, nobody would pay attention to it just because he's a regular guy. But if he looked like Idris Elba, Michael B. Jordan, like somebody big buff with muscles and money, then yeah, that's the type of guy on average, that gets complimented all the time. Like, regular guys like myself, granted, I'm not saying that I'm not attractive because I'm some fire. But um, regular guys, you know, don't really hear compliments that often. And I feel like that's a thing, not, not to put the blame on women per se, but, like, that's just something that we as a society need to work on as a whole because who doesn't like hearing compliments? Like, everybody likes to be complimented just it, it brightens up people's day like there's it shouldn't be that big of a deal to give a man a compliment i don't understand why like it's so taboo but yeah that's just one thing like it shows literally a compliment for a man can go such a long way just because we don't hear it that often and it's kind of sad to say but it's the, the truth like we really don't hear it that often i don't know if i'm repeating myself from the video that i made the original video that i made on tiktok um, I most likely am, but I haven't watched it since um, I posted it back in July. So if I am, oops, oh well, deal with it. Anyway, so number three, it's hard to get over you after a breakup. We really don't have emotional support systems in place to rely on. And a lot of men have small social circles. So losing someone means a lot to us. This is one of the comments where women in my comments were saying, just go get therapy. Like, it's not that simple. I'm, again, not placing the um, job of a therapist on women as a whole. But, you know, it's not that simple. As a man in today's society, you are taught not to share your emotions. Even if it's not explicitly stated, it's one of the things where, you know, it's implicitly stated, I guess, if... I'm going by those two words. Like, it's literally something that is like an unwritten code where, especially in a, a household, from my experience, again, my experience, 
um, growing up with a single mother, uh, I was expected to do a lot of the things. I did have, I do have an older brother, but that's a story for another day. Um, so you as a man are expected to do a lot of the things and don't really have room to be crying or complaining or anything like that because they literally will tell you, what are you crying for? You're a boy, you're not supposed to cry, something like that. So that's something that I have said that we have to unlearn as men as we get older. It's something that we have to work on ourselves, but we don't necessarily all the time realize that that is what's happening. And even when we do realize it, even if we try to like, you know, go get help and something, it's, it's, there's still this feeling of, am I weak for going, for trying to go get help, you know? And yes, again, we know going to therapy will help. But like, you know, it's, if it's something that's been beaten into your head since you were a child, it's not something that's going to be so easily, you know, get gotten rid of. And I know it sounds like I'm making excuses or whatever, whatever you want to say, blah, blah, blah. But that's literally just the, the facts. Like, hold on. It's literally just the facts. Like, if you are told from a young age that you're ugly, right, you're not going to start believing that you're pretty or handsome or whatever you want to call yourself, beautiful, whatever, until later in life when you really start to look introspectively or something happens to you and then you start to, you know, realize your own self-worth. It's kind of the same situation, really. Um, all right, number four. We aren't great with hints. Communication is king. This is one where the women in my comment section were like, because it was this and another comment that comes later, I believe. Um, they basically make fun of us for saying we aren't great with hints, um, but also we won't ex outwardly express like things that bother us or something like that. And again, it all goes back to um, societal norms, gender roles, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 patriarchy, yeah, 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 men shouldn't express feelings, all this, that, and again. And, but it allows women to express their feelings without necessarily like using words. Like they can be mad, right? But not um, have to explain themselves. We're just supposed to understand what, what we did wrong or whatever, if we even did something wrong. Because a lot of the times, well, not a lot of times, but sometimes, you know, we didn't even do anything wrong. Um, why, we're adults. I don't understand why we, need to be playing these mind games with hints or whatever. Like, I just feel like, mind you, I'm 22 years old. I just feel like we should be at a place where we can be able to openly communicate what we want um, and what we need. Now, granted, it's not always easy to do that because again, like I've been saying, um, some people, not just men, haven't been allowed to express like their feelings growing up um so they don't know necessarily they don't necessarily know how to do that but i just feel like you know in terms of relationships sexual or not you should know how to express what you want and it shouldn't be a whole like taboo issue because like if you want something just say it like how do you expect to get something without saying what you want you know like we shouldn't be here. I always, I've always hated beated, beating around the bush because it just doesn't get anything done. Like, it it seems so counterproductive. Like, people are not mind readers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I feel like the sooner we get that out of our heads, oh no, I just messed up the painting. The sooner we get that out of our heads, and I have paint on my finger, um, the better for everybody because. You can't expect somebody to implicitly know something that you're thinking automatically because one, we are not in your head, and two, why would you ever think that that's something that could happen? Because we're just regular humans, you know, not X-Men. But, you know, anyway, number five. When we tell women that we don't know how we feel about something, it's usually true, and we genuinely don't understand how we're supposed to feel. 
I personally wasn't allowed to express emotions growing up, and it turned into me not being able to understand my emotions. Again, something that I've said already, um, a lot of the time as kids, men aren't allowed or boys aren't allowed to express how they feel or they aren't allowed to process how they feel. And I definitely feel like it's people um, in my generation, at least the people that are having kids now, which is wild to think about, are actually doing a better job of raising their sons because we've become so aware of these issues that usually plague men um, in terms of like emotion, basically emotion, emotionally stunting their growth or stunting their growth emotion, whatever. Stunting their emotional growth, there we go. Um, but yeah, it goes back to, mind you, the people that were asked these, I believe they're all older men, um, these people that were interviewed. But you know, it's, that just shows how much of an issue it is and how far back it goes. Um, all right, number six. I really like to hang out with my friends because I love them, not because I don't want to spend time with you. So this one, the comments that women were saying for this one was that um, men like to spend time with their friends because their friends let them get away with cheating or, you know, whatever. That's coming from a place of hurt. Um, I'm not going to lie. That's literally not to reduce it to this because it's going to sound so bad, but that's literally a the definition of a personal problem. Like, just because your man cheated on you and his friends let him get away with it doesn't mean, you know, that that's the case with every man. Um, sometimes, you know, we you should not need to feel like a man's only friend, especially in a relationship. You should not need to feel like you should be his only friend. Because that's weird. He's known people before you. He'll know people after you. Um, female friends, that's a gray area. You know, if they were friend, best friends before uh, you guys got involved, then, you know, that's that's what it is. But if he finds a, best, a female best friend after you, then that's actually kind of weird. And I would not recommend that. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's literally a personal problem. Like, um, it's... I, it's, I don't want to sound cliche, but, like, it's literally not every man that'll do that to you. And the sooner you understand that, like, the better. Men like to have fun with other men, like, because me other men will understand what we're going through. It's not always that there's a problem with you. <laughs> that's that's kind of selfish to think about, actually, if you want to put it that way. But, um, all right, number seven. Sometimes men just don't get, oh, this is a, uh, uh, we're getting more into the sexual territory now. Sometimes men just don't get hard. It's not you. It's many things from lifestyle and diet to stress and anxiety. Please try not to take it as a sign of, of a lack of attraction or affection. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, literally, um, well, I don't know about lack of attraction because for me at least, it would usually be a lack of attraction. But it could literally be anything really um it's not necessarily just because he doesn't like you or anything like that or he's not attracted to you it can there's a wide a wide range of things like just how it it really surprises me how much women don't know about men's bodies like how complicated men's bodies could be because like it's always funny to me when um i find out that women think that men's bodies are just like this simple structure it gets hard and then it's not hard and that's just it. Like, no, there are so many other things that play into what makes us hard, what makes us not hard. Like, and while we're on the topic, um, sometimes men don't finish in bed. And I don't know why I'm sugarcoating it like that. This is, the, the, the podcast is rated E. Men don't nut, men don't come. Sometimes men don't come. Um, I don't curse. But I'll say that. Men don't come sometimes. Um, and the women like to internalize that and make it seem like it's their fault when in reality it's not necessary. Well, not all the time, at least. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it'd be y'all fault. Y'all either just don't be performing well or y'all don't. Anyway, that's besides the point. A lot of the times it's not your fault. Me, speaking from experience, from myself and from some of the guys that I know, 
we have all experienced times where we just didn't come. And it's literally, I'm repeating myself now, like I said before, um, it's literally not the woman's fault, but that's just how we are built. You know, some, some of us have good stamina. That's just it. Or sometimes, you know, there are other factors into it. Maybe our mental state's not in the right, um, our mental state is not in the right state. That's what I was going to say. Anyway. But you get the point of what I'm trying to say. Like, sometimes we're not just, we're just not there mentally or, like, you know. It could really be anything. There's so many other factors. Like, y'all think it's just you guys that are disappointed with sex when it's really not. Sex is, you know, a two-way street, as, you know, you should know by now. And sometimes men experience the same things that women typically complain about. We just don't complain about it all the time. And no shade. But yeah, you know, sometimes we just don't finish. Like, I've had women start blaming themselves because they couldn't make me come. And I was like, it's not necessarily your fault. But I mean, if you did want to put in more work, you know, that would probably get me there faster instead of me doing all the work, you lazy bastard. But I mean, um, you know, you get the point. <laughs> That was a little tangent right there. My bad. Um, I had I didn't have anybody in mind specific. Yeah, yes, I did. I mean, not not. I did have somebody in mind. But um, anyway. So yeah, sometimes men just don't finish, and that is it is what it is. Like, like I said, it's not your fault all the time. You don't have to blame yourself. I think I've come to realize that women's egos are just as fragile as men's are, and um. You know, that's okay. It just shows that, you know, ego is a human thing, not a specifically man thing. Even uh, the other day, I asked some some women that I know, um, if a man makes you come 14 times in one round for him, like, he came once and you came 14 times, um, does that make him a monster? Or does that make him, you know... Was he doing too much, this, that, and the third, whatever. I got mixed reviews, but the general um, the general uh, thing that the women that were against that was saying, basically, oh, that just means I didn't do a good job, or, you know, no, that's too much. Like, why, what was the case? Like, why didn't he nut or whatever like that? And I'm just like, what if he was just putting in that work, you know? What if he just has stamina like that. Like, it's, again, not always your fault. Like, they think it's something wrong with them, and that's just not always the case. And I need you all to understand that there are several factors that go into these things, and it's not all about you, because that's what you try to make it all about you. Here I am thinking I'm going to have this room to myself if somebody walks in, so I'll probably just finish this podcast on another day. Just kidding, she left, so we're back. I actually forgot what I was saying in the last um, the last uh, quote. So we're just going to move on to the next one. So number eight, men have emotions and there are points where we need to cry. Tears happen not just from pain, but also from joy. You know, uh, I'm not going to lie, reading this one back, this is kind of like a basic human thing. Um, but for some reason, you know, actually for some reason... There are a lot of people out there that don't realize this. So I guess we do need to talk about it. So I'm glad that they brought it up. Number nine, it's okay to make the first move. Guys can be shy too. Come talk to me instead of staring at me. Listen, this is something that I have been talking about for years, literally years, bro. Why, aren't, why don't women shoot their shot? Obviously, there are some out there. I already hear it. I already heard the fingers typing as soon as I said that. Well, I shoot my, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Golly, bro. Obviously, there are some out there that do shoot their shot. But for the most part, from what I've seen on my social media, in my life, personal experiences, women generally don't shoot their shot. There have been a few that shoot their shot, that have shot their shot at me. Not to brag. But, you know, for the most part, in the grand scheme of things, they don't. For a couple of reasons. One um, is that the uh, mindset that they have that, you know, they're the prize, so they, why should they have to go out and, and you know, goes back to, like, the hunter-gatherer, the patriarchy, whatever, this, that, and the third. There are a lot of men out there, sorry to say this, 
that are better than women in terms of like personality, in terms of what they can bring to a, a relationship, et cetera, et cetera. So women aren't necessarily always the prize. And I feel like once people get that through their head, once women get through their head that there are some men that are out there that are better than they are, and when some men realize that they are, are better and have more to offer than what some women do, the world will be not necessarily a better place, but at least, you know, there'd be some more confidence out there. There'd be, we'd, we'd be a step closer towards equality. Cause you know, I talk about dismantling the patriarchy all the time. And this is one of the things, one of the many things that women don't want to let go from the patriarchy, shooting their shot. Like, I don't see why it's such a taboo thing. Just shoot your shot, bro. It's not that hard. Staring at somebody is not effective. Like, that's not an effective way of shooting your shot. Because from I don't think y'all realize how much goes into men, like, deciphering these codes that you guys uh, give us. Because looking at us a certain type of way doesn't always give the, the desired result for you guys. Because if a woman is looking at me, right, first of all, I ignore hints on purpose. Because I'm like, we're adults, so you shouldn't, I shouldn't have to read your mind to tell me to tell that you want me. But anyway, when a woman is looking at me, I assume that there's either something wrong with her or something wrong with me. Because why are you staring at me for that long? Like what is like, it goes back to kind of like being bullied, not necessarily bullied, but like not being wanted as a child by like people around you. Like girls didn't want me when I was younger. So I'm just like, yo, what is this girl looking at me for? Like, is there something on my face? Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, what is she staring at me for? Vice versa, if a girl is, if a guy starts looking back, like, he might misread the hint. Like, if somebody, all right, so say one girl looks at you because she's interested in you, right? So, and you actually catch that hint. You go up to her, start talking to her, whatever, hit it off, boom. All right, cool. But the next situation, a girl is looking at you, and you look back at her, and you go up thinking that it's the same type of hint. You go up to her and shorty dubs you right there because, like, she doesn't even find you the least bit of attractive. She just looked at you and couldn't believe what she saw. Like, it's, do you see the disconnect there? Like, it's, it's too much of a gray area for us to really generalize this whole thing. Even though y'all generalize looking at somebody being you shooting your shot, there's really too much of a gray area because it doesn't work with everybody. And... I just feel like, once again, I keep saying this, we are adults, like communication should not be that hard. If you want somebody, go get it, please, bro. It should not be that hard. All right, going into number 10, we don't know where we want to eat either. Now, I will tell you right now, for me, that's just not true. I'll be knowing where I want to eat. There are some times where I'm hungry, but I don't know what I'm hungry for, but I generally end up eating something anyway. But for the most part, well, like I said, this, this, let me put this disclaimer out there one more time. Um, I'm speaking from my own personal experiences, okay? There are some generalizations, yes, but for the most part, I'm speaking from my personal experiences, things that I have seen personally, things that have happened to me personally. Putting that out there one more time because I know, once again, some of this is either going to get clipped or misconstrued again and used against me. Because people just don't really care about the whole message. But anyway, yeah, I, I be knowing where I want to eat. But that's just, I guess that might just be me. Um, number 11, we like random gifts, random hugs, and random signs of affection and love. Sometimes just a cup of coffee and my favorite mug is enough to convince me it's going to be a good day. Again, show us that you care. Like, I, I guess women generally are the ones that, you know, show that they care or whatever. And society standards or whatever but like little it's the it really is the little things like we just just we're humans too i don't understand why that's so hard to understand like we we're human <laughs> just show us that you care uh number 12 a boner doesn't always mean i'm horny sometimes it just pops up out of nowhere this is i mentioned this earlier when i was talking about um not not getting hard this is like the opposite situation Again, a lot of times women don't know about men's bodies. We be getting hard for no reason. We be getting hard in our sleep. Like, you think we control that? Like, 
it goes back to being a child, again, a man, a boy, getting a boner in class and having to hide it because we know we're going to get looked at as a weirdo for having a boner when it's really something that we just can't control. We don't even have to be thinking about anything necessarily for it to happen. It's literally a rush of blood going to our genitalia, our penithia, peniwali. And we can't control it. Listen, if you can tell me that you can control the blood in your body going to specific places, then I would like to see you blood bend somebody because what? Nobody can control that. But that's literally what happens. And I, another thing that comes up is morning wood. Women think that morning wood is us being horny in the morning. Again, my experiences, some of the guys that I know, we just be having to pee. Like, that's what that is. It's not horniness. Now, do people have sex with morning wood? Yes. I personally would not because unless you want me to end up peeing inside of you, which I know for a fact that that's not something that y'all want. Well... Let me not generalize because I'm sure there's somebody out there that might be into that. But that's not what morning wood is. Like, we literally cannot control boners. It just happens. If we're horny, then we're horny. It's a natural body, natural bodily function that we cannot control. So, yeah. Number 13. When we say we're thinking about nothing, the majority of the time we really are thinking of nothing. Or maybe we are thinking of ridiculous made-up scenarios that sound stupid when said out loud. I'd be staring off into space all the time, literally not thinking about a gosh darn thing. Like, I could be looking at, looking dead at somebody, and no thoughts would be going through my head. And I, it's fine by me, because, like, I'd be there chilling, enjoying my little moment of peace. But I know, I don't know, I don't know why, like, women have this thing where they think that we have to be thinking about something. And that's just not always the case. And again, it's not all women that do this, but generally, you know, every time I'm staring off into space, somebody asks me what I'm thinking about. And then I snap back into reality. I'm like, bro, I was not thinking about anything. I just elevated to another plane of existence for a second. Like, that's what that was. But yeah, a lot of times, and we just don't be thinking about nothing. And then the made up scenario thing, if I say most of the thoughts that I have in my head, I'd probably go to jail. I'm not going to lie. Like, they or a psych ward or something. Like, somebody would admit me somewhere. So I'd rather not speak. Like, I'm erasing something right now, by the way. Painting little happy trees. Um, if a lot of the time I think about, um, like, what I would do if a killer came into the room right now. Like, who am I pushing in front of me? Who am I pushing on the floor? How am I going to get out of the room? You know, stuff like that. Like, what if a dragon just broke through the ceiling and, like, the ceiling fell and crushed somebody? Like, who would survive that? That's, those are the things that go through my head. And I don't need people hearing that because they're going to look at me weird. Like, if they ask me, and I'm, I'm a very, generally, I'm a, well, yeah, I'm an honest person. Like, I'll tell you what's going through my head if you really want to know. But I always give the disclaimer of, do you really want to know what's going through my head right now? Like, it's not even always something that's sexual. I'm just like, yo, my mind is wild. Like, the painting that I'm working on kind of is an accurate description of what goes through my mind, but it also is nothing at the same time. Like, it's everything and nothing at the same time. And it's actually weird to put into words, but that's just how it is for me. I'm not going to lie. All right, number 14. Men love being the target of a romantic gesture. Many men never have been. Again... We generally, over the past generations, have, oops, I'll drop my eraser, have not been the recipients of, like, a lot of gifts and stuff because, you know, there's always been this feminine connotation to gift-giving or receiving gifts. And something that I've noticed, too, is that a lot of the time, women don't know what to give their male partners. And... That's really an issue, because can we talk about this for a second? Because why don't you know what your man likes? Like, I, I've never understood. They would get on social media and ask, like, their Instagram story, oh, my God, my man's birthday is coming up. What should I get him? Any men know what men want besides other women? Like, that's also some of the TikTok comments that I would get. The only gifts men want are other women. Like, shut up, stupid. You sound dumb. Why don't you know what your man likes? Why are you asking a group of random strangers on the internet 
to pick out a gift for your man. What sense does, in what world does that make sense? Why don't you know what your man likes? I've, I've, we talked about this in the first episode, the gift giving, um, the very first episode of this podcast. Why? It should not be that hard. Pay attention to what your man like. If you expect your man to know what you like and expect a great gift from him that pertains to something that you like, you should have the same energy when it comes to him. Tiny gifts. Oh, babe, I know you like Burger King. I got you a burger on my way back home. Babe, I know you like um, Call of Duty. How about, you know, we go out for paintballing or something like that? You know, real life Call of Duty type thing. Feel me? Something like that. Like, you know, it's it's like the, like I, I keep saying, it's the little things that make it. It's the little things. There was, there was no real song. I don't know what that was. My bad. This is why I, I can't be left alone. <laughs> um, all right. Number 15. Please ask us out. It makes us feel wanted and loved. You see... There are things that I keep repeating in this episode, and I feel like, you know, that should be a kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It should be an indication that there is really a common thread to most of these things, and there should be a really simple uh, solution to this issue, but there just hasn't been one, and it's, it's weird. Like, make us feel wanted and loved. That's basically the moral of this entire story. That's the common thread that's going, that has been going through all of these bullet points that um, these people, these different men um, have been talking about. And, you know, it's just crazy to think that a lack of feeling appreciated, a lack of feeling loved, a lack of feeling wanted throughout... I actually went back and checked. It's 25, not 24, uh, different bullet points. It's it's just crazy to think about. Um, number 16, playing hard to get does not work at all. Girl, if you playing hard to get, I am going to play dumb. Like, I don't know what... I'm not going to chase you. I have asthma. I can't run. I can, but I won't. Like, what? Why? I don't understand why y'all think playing hard to get works. Men are very simple creatures. Simple yet complex in terms of we know what we want, right? But we're just as complex as other people mentally. So if we see you and you're acting like you don't want us, then we're not going to keep going for you. Now, again, there are some that do. Could not be me. I'm not going to lie to you because I know my worth and I'm not chasing after nobody. Not a gosh darn, not a bomba clap. Anyway, I'm not chasing after anybody. So... There's that. Number 17 is a little long one. <clears throat> we get angry. We get depressed. We get sad. We want to cry and be held at times too. Being told by one of my exes that, quote, real men don't cry, unquote, when I was at a really low point only further pushed me down that dark hole. Please don't do that. That uh, poop, that stuff hurts and sticks with us. Again, not knowing how to treat a man emotionally and mentally really leaves scars on us. I, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that women are supposed to be our therapists, but the way you guys want to be treated emotionally is how you should be treating us. If we're going through tough times, and this also pertains to other men, you know, treating men as well. If you're going through tough times, don't sit here and make it worse for us. Like what? If you if you were if you got into a car crash and your your boyfriend or husband or whatever told you not to cry, my nose is getting stuffed. Told you not to cry, you you would flip out, right? But we can't do that. We cannot flip out on y'all because if we do. Somebody's going to get hurt and somebody's going to end up in jail. And it's not going to be the same person in those situations. I'll tell you that. So just let us be vulnerable without throwing it back in our faces. That's another thing that we are terrified of. Don't throw it back in our faces. If we're being vulnerable, vulnerable with you, again, not saying all women. I hate the fact that I have to keep saying this. 
But if we are being vulnerable, I've seen so many cases where women throw things that were supposed to be confidential back in their significant other's faces in front of other people because they were hurt in the moment. Do you know, why, why would we ever trust you again after that? If somebody does that to me, I'm never speaking to them again. Because why would you go and tell some, some not even somebody, a whole group of people that we both know my business that was supposed to be very confidential and private between me and you? Nah. Nah. That actually has happened to me one time. It wasn't that serious, but I did end up cutting the girl off anyway, so whatever. 18. If you don't want to hear the truth about something, don't ask me to tell you the truth because I'm going to tell you the truth every time. Listen, people that know me, they know, they know that I tell the truth, all right? And I tell them not to ask me about if not to ask me for opinions if they don't want to hear my opinion. Because I will tell you the truth. If you ask me how you look in this dress, if you think this is a good color on you, and you're not prepared to hear an, an answer that doesn't align with your way of thinking because you want validation, that's just I'm just not the person to come to for that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like if you want the truth. You're just going to have to be prepared to accept the fact that what I say may not line up with what you want to hear. Now, if you ask me to tell you what you want to hear, that's different. I can say that. I can do that. Babe, can you tell me this dress looks good on me? Girl, that's the best dress you have ever put on. I don't know how you about to buy anything that looks better than that because from what I've seen so far, the rest of your clothes cannot compare to this dress that you're wearing right now. I can say that. However, babe, tell me what you think about this dress. Tell me the truth. Well, if I'm being truthful, I don't think that's really your color. The dress that you bought two weeks ago, the, the lavender one, that one looks better on you. However, I do like how this one fits. But like I said, it doesn't really match your face, your skin tone, or nothing like that. I prefer, in my opinion, the other dress. See, but then I would get cussed out. Oh, so I'm ugly, so this dress makes me look ugly. Like, no, you asked for my opinion. I told you my opinion. If you didn't want to hear it, then why did you ask, you know? Whatever. 19, sometimes men just need some alone time. Bro, my friends know that I really be alone all the time. Like, I be in my room asleep all the time. Like, I just like being alone. I, I guess it comes from the fact that I've really kind of been on my own. Not entirely, but, like, in a sense where there was nobody ever really my age around me. So I was kind of just left by myself, pretty much. Like, I felt like I was always by myself. Um, and that's where it stems from, really. Like, I just like the solitude because I'm I guess that's what I'm used to not that I don't like being in crowds because I do be outside and I didn't get one more clap outside I'd have to say I'd be out at parties and stuff but you know my social battery runs out very quickly so um yeah there's that sometimes men just need alone time like the moral of the story is we are human I keep saying this we are human we want what you guys want now, again, I'm speaking for heterosexual, six cis heterosexual relationships between men and women, specifically black um, men and women, because this is what the, uh, the interviewers and interviewees were. But yeah, we want the same things that y'all want. Number 20, we can be uncomfortable with unwarranted physical contact as well. Why is it that every time a man tells you he does not want you to touch his butt, Y'all take that as a challenge to touch it again. Like, that's not what that is. Like, y'all y'all are some sexual assaulters and don't even realize it. Like, I'd be dead serious telling people not to touch me. And then y'all take that as a challenge. Like, oh, he said no? He told me no? Nah, he, there must be something wrong with him. Like, I'm about to do it again and he gonna like it. Like, no, shorty. That's not how that works. That is sexual assault that is rape that is all of the above shout out to the men that are victims of sa and uh i kind of just threw the words out there without giving a trigger warning um but shout out to the men that are uh survivors of sa and the r word because 
a lot of the times our stories, oh, I said our, a lot of the times our stories um, aren't taken seriously because they're like, oh, you're a man. You're either supposed to want this or you're a man, you know, this, you should be happy that it happened. But like, that's just not always the case. And it's really sad. And I hope that we as people are getting, you know, better with um, taking men's stories seriously. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say about that as well. Stop touching us when we tell y'all that we don't like being touched. That's not okay. I don't know who raised y'all. Oh, well, I guess other women. But, yeah, don't, don't do that because that's just weird and, yeah. Number 21, tell us more about what you like in bed. Communication is king. If we are doing something right, tell us that we're doing it right. If we are doing something wrong, tell us that we're doing it wrong so we can work on it and be better than what we were before. They, I personally always ask questions. I'm like, what did you like? How, did you, how would you rate my performance? And I'd be so serious because I want to know what I can do better or if I did something that you like, I want to be able to keep doing that so that you keep liking it, keep coming back at this, that, and the third. Why would I, why would you, I, I don't understand women, right? They'll let a man really go around thinking he really tore that thing up, but he didn't, but they just won't tell him. Like, I, wh what do you gain from not telling him? Like, you're just creating a monster at that point, really, because now he's thinking, oh, I really did do what I had to do with that one shorty. Meanwhile, you're there like, nah, that man was trash. Like, you're telling everybody that he's trash, except for him. Like, do you not see the, the issue there? Like, but whatever. I keep saying, but whatever. I have to stop saying that because it's not whatever. This, these are real things that we need to be talking about. And, you know, I guess if I got to be the one to do it, then I'll do it. All right, number 22. We don't really care about makeup and just want you to be healthy and happy. Any guy who wouldn't be attracted to you without your makeup on is a terrible person. That's not the word that they use, but like I said before, I don't curse. Me, personally, I actually enjoy watching makeup videos. I'm an artist, hence the name Paint a Picture part Podcast. Um, so I do like experimenting with makeup as well. I have done people's makeup in the past. <clears throat> I guess what this person is trying to say is that makeup isn't like the end-all, be-all. Like, we're going to like you for you regardless. Um, makeup, this, is, this one is more for the men. Makeup isn't, again, our business necessarily, unless you're a makeup artist like myself. Um, and they don't, you know, as, as the memes go, they don't do it for male validation. Like, it's really, ah, I really hate to, they're going to call me a pick me for this one. But it's really not our business. Like, if they want to wear makeup, I really don't care. As long as they feel confident in themselves, you know, that's really what matters more to me than anything else, if I'm being honest. Um, but, yeah. Number 23, our feelings get hurt, but we are trained to suck it up and deal with it. Because of that, we have a tendency to be really bad at communicating our feelings. Okay, this is the point where women in my TikTok comments were like, oh, so you said earlier that you can't take hints, but now you're also saying that you have uh, trouble communicating your feelings. Which is it? <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm not, it's a human function. I'm not gonna, I don't understand why people apologize for burping and stuff like that. Like, that's, that's normal. It's a part of human physiology, biology, all of the other ologies, like, why should I apologize for that? But anyway, getting off topic. Like, it's a little bit of both. Like, we're trained. We are very straightforward with certain things. So hints either fly over our head or we just don't care for hints because of how straightforward we can be. But at the same time, with our own emotions, we don't necessarily all the time know how to process them because we haven't had the ability to do so or the outlet to do so. And again, as I've said before, it's something that we as men need to work on, but it is also something that women have perpetuated, wow, wrong word, perpetuated 
through our lives. It's not only the men that are telling us that we need to suck it up. It's not only our fathers, it's our mothers too. It's not just our brothers, it's our sisters too. Oh, my brother is, my older brother gonna come and beat you up. What if he can't fight? Like, why are you expecting him to beat him up? Like, that's, again, goes back to the patriarchy. Here they go in the comments typing, oh my God, it's part of the patriarchy. You guys started this, so why can't you deal with it? Because, again, me personally, I'm trying to dismantle the patriarchy and everything that comes with it. The issue there is that a lot of the things that come with it benefit, well, not a lot, but some of the things that comes with it benefits women. For example, chivalry. That's a part of patriarchy because it views women as uh, lesser creatures that need to be taken care of. Like, I can, I can hold a door open for a woman, but the root of that is I have to hold this door open for the woman because she's too dainty and frail to hold it open herself. That's chivalry, that's misogynistic, and that's patriarchal, pa pa yeah? patriarchal, uh, that's a patriarchal way of thinking. That's part of the, you get what I'm saying. That's part of the patriarchy. Um, I'll leave all this in just to show y'all how real I am. Like, I really just be here chatting, messing up, and it, it don't matter to me. Um, hold on, I gotta get some water real quick. Put some ASMR in the video for you, ready, or uh, recording, ready? Excuse me. Anyway, all of that was to say was that um, sometimes, you know, yes, okay, this is also, it's also the same comment where people were like, just go get therapy. Listen, again, therapy generally is seen as us being weak and in a patriarchal, but why do I keep putting an extra syllable in there? In a patriarchal society, Men don't want to be seen as weak. That's something that we have to break down ourselves and it's something that I'm actually an advocate for. One of my boys goes to therapy slash counseling. My cousin-in-law goes to counseling. Um, I'm gonna look into counseling because boy, I need it for real. But um, it's, it's just something that we have to learn to dismantle. And it's not gonna, it's really not that easy, but you know, Baby steps. I hope that hearing this part, this part, this podcast, you know, gets people to not react like they did on TikTok and, you know, become more supportive and, you know, helpful and not judgmental. Gosh. Number 24. Just because I joke about my emotions doesn't mean I don't want them to be taken seriously. Listen, we all joke about our emotions. Like, we all have those, you know, those little... Haha, <laughs> just kidding, but not really, you know. Take what we say seriously, just like we take what you say seriously. Or take take what we say seriously just like you want to be taken seriously. Um, and another thing, I'm just gonna touch on the therapy thing again real quick because the next the next one is the last uh bullet point. Um saying go to therapy does not magically solve the problem because if somebody randomly one day said, hey, I'm depressed. I might, you know, end it all right now. And you just say, go to therapy. They're just going to look at you like you're insane. Like, again, let me put it in the context of the heterosexual, cisgendered couple. If you as a woman are sad, start crying your eyes out because something happened to you and your husband, boyfriend, situationship, relationship partner, whatever, told you to go to therapy, most likely you would lash out at him. Because why would you say that? That's not going to solve the problem. We just want a shoulder to lean on in the moment. Yeah, therapy is always an option. But if you look me dead in the face as I'm expressing my issues to you and you tell me to go to therapy instead of like just being there for me in the moment, like that's so rude. Like what? Again, Therapy is something that should be considered, but I feel like that's just very dismissive of the issue. That's what the issue is. They were being, they were being very dismissive on TikTok. Like I was here really trying to explain the whole mental state of a lot of men in relationships 
And, like, they were just in the comments talking about some, oh, we don't care. We hate men. I don't care what men think. I don't care what's wrong with men. Like, that's part of the issue, you idiot. Like, you dummy. Like, what? How is you saying, oh, how is a man coming up to you, like, being vulnerable with you, expressing things that may have happened to him in his life, affecting the way he is now, and then you saying, oh, I don't care. I hate men. Like, how is that productive? What issue is that going to solve? You know, like, it just, I'm really trying to understand because it just does not make sense. If it makes sense to anybody out there, just go ahead and, you know, explain it to me a little bit. Because I don't see how that's helping anything. Like, again, put yourself in the shoes of the man. You're going through an issue or something like that. You're being vulnerable, expressing something that happened to you and... A guy says, well, I don't care. I hate women. Like, you're going to go off on him. Are you kidding me? That man would never be able to see the light of day again. But anyway, number 25 is, uh, the, like I said, the last bullet point, the last uh, confession, whatever you want to call it, in this little um, little thingy thing from Spiritual World on, on Instagram. 25. <clears throat> Finally, sometimes we want to be the little spoon. Listen, I got asked this question yesterday, actually. I don't remember what the context was. And it was me and my boys. Like, you know, we was, we was all together. I really don't remember how this came up. But basically, we were like, yo, would y'all rather be the big spoon or the little spoon? And I was like, yo, little spoon is fire, bro. I like being held. I like being felt. Like, the same way that women want to be... Um, they, they want that feeling of security. Bro, we want that too. Why do we got to be the ones uh, taking care of other people all the time? Like, what if I want to feel vulnerable? What if I want to feel secure in somebody's arms? Feel me? Like, let me feel something for once. Feel me? Like, again, goes back to the patriarchy, all of that. This, that, and the third. I've said this several times at this point. I've even said it in the um, TikTok video that I made. Like, it... <sighs> There's just too many layers to these issues and not enough time to dive into all of them. Because with that, somehow I managed to make this recording 57 minutes. Um, I really just be here talking. But you can clearly tell that this is something that I'm actually very passionate about and something that I like talking about because I feel like we need to have these conversations. We need, not only do we need to have the conversation, but we need to have people that are actually willing to listen. I feel like that's one of the main issues. Nobody's willing to listen. Like we are always like, yes, let's have these conversations. But when we try to have the conversations, they're just dismissed. Like our emotions are put to the back burner because quote unquote, nobody cares what men think. Nobody cares how men feel. They hate men whatever. And I get it. I get it. Listen, I understand. There are a lot of bad men in the world, a lot of men that should not be where they are right now making policies that they are making, especially when it comes to like women's bodies. I get it. I really do. But those are not the type of men that we are talking about here. Really, honestly, and truly, they're not. Because those type of men deserve to have their rights taken away from them. But that's a whole nother situation and discussion for another time. Thank you all for listening. If you've made it this far. Oh, I just got paint in my beard. Um, I appreciate y'all for being here. I appreciate y'all for listening to all the episodes. If you have listened to all the episodes, any episode that you've listened to, really, I appreciate it from the bottom, bottom of my heart. Um, I've talked about this on the last. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I've just been gassy today talked about this on the last episode um but this is really something that i've wanted to start for a long time and it's just something that i've wanted to do for a while and i'm glad that i'm actually getting the chance to do it right now and you know it just means a lot to me that there are people out there that are actually listening to me and supporting me even if it's not like you know a lot i appreciate the little bit that i get and i just wanted y'all to know that um, I do think that I'm going to be making some merch soon because I am an artist. So, you know, it's getting cold out when it's cold outside. I think that's all I can do without getting copyrighted. 
But yeah, it's getting cold outside, man. Some hoodies might be in the way, feel me? I had this design that I made back in 2019. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw it on my story today. Today is um November 7th. Today's the 7th, right? Yep, November 7th. I posted it on my story. Um, I made a design two years ago that I called Cosmic Baby. I put it on a t-shirt and, you know, I was advertising it for a minute. Nobody was really, nobody was feeling it. I was like, I bet, except for this one girl, shout out to my girl Melody in Florida, feel me? She was like, yo, that's a fire design. I would buy one of those. So I was like, yo, you're the only one that supported me right now. So I put it on the shirt and shorty, oh wait, did I just put her whole business out there? My bad, Melody. Um, well, she's a model, so she's, it's fine. Uh, it's not fine. It's still her business. But anyway, so she's like literally the only person currently that has the Cosmic Baby shirt. And she's probably, it's probably going to stay that way because like I said, it's getting cold out. I'm about to start making some hoodies. So if anybody actually has any like hoodie vendors or anything like that, um, you know, send them my way. I would appreciate it. Um, Email them to me, stephanmoat8 at gmail.com, S-T-E-P-H-O-N-M-O-W-A-T-T, the number eight, at gmail.com. And, um, you know, I'll look into it because I really want to get some merchandise out there. I want to get some money out there. But most importantly, I want to have something, you know, tangible that I feel like really connects me to the people that support me. And I feel like that'd be one of the main ways to do it. So yeah, anyway, that was a long ending rant. I had a headache for like three weeks and this is not making it any better. Not three weeks, it's been like a week and a half. But anyway, once again, thank you all for listening and we'll be back in the next episode. See ya.